The methodology for selecting the nootropics in the social anxiety protocol is based upon a couple of factors. The first is quality scientific studies. So the nootropics that I've talked about have all been the subject of numerous double-blind, placebo-controlled human clinical trials. None of them are research chemicals, and the youngest amongst them has been studied for at least 35 years. Some of the other nootropics in there have been the subjects of 20-year-long human population studies, and the adaptogens, as I mentioned, have been used in traditional medicine for millennia. The second factor is abundance of anecdotal efficacy. So I spend a lot of time on the biohacker forums, deciphering the crappy grammar, the ranting antics, and the biohacker lingo. And if we can see that dozens or hundreds of users across multiple forums across the world, if we can see that there's some consensus among them to the experiential effects of a given nootropic, then that's a pretty good idea of what we can expect from it. The third factor is risk-reward trade-off. So occasionally you'll hear about some wonder antidepressant or herb that was found like at the bottom of the sea in some trench like in the abyss or some some extreme some extreme place where they acquired some nutraceutical and that this just transforms normally awkward wallflower people into into a real Casanova You'll hear a report that some weird drug will enable you to socialize effortlessly without fear, inhibitions, or filter. Well, there's enough psychoactive substances out there in the world that there is probably some exotic molecule out there that could completely remove your inhibitions, just blow away all type of anxiety you have and, and truly transform you for a matter of hours or minutes, who knows, into this impetuous socialite that you have always fantasized about being. But guaranteed, it will have either a serious addiction risk it will have some very undesirable negative side effects or it will have a really steep tolerance curve and likely a combination of all three. The nootropics in the protocol are very safe. Their upsides are significant while their downsides are easily manageable to virtually non-existent. An extensive Italian review of Paracetam stated, Cognition enhancers are drugs able to facilitate attentional abilities and acquisition, storage and retrieval of information. Among other classes of drugs, paracetam-like cognition enhancers, nootropics, 
have never reached general acceptance in spite of their excellent tolerability and safety. The trade-off for this degree of safety is that the nootropics are not significantly mind-altering. They're enablers of your own volition. They're not going to transform you into an effortless socialite overnight. That's an unrealistic expectation. However, I think that you'll be very pleasantly surprised with how much your behavior does change over the 10 weeks of the protocol. The two higher risk components of the protocol are fenibute and crotum. I've included them anecdotally because they have such consistently helpful effects across a broad spectrum of personality types. You'll want to pass on these two if you have a addictive personality type or you have a history of alcohol or drug abuse. A final factor is of course my own experiences. I've used about 60 different smart drugs over five years. I've used all of the smart drugs mentioned in the protocol. Some of them for yours as well. I've cycled on them and off of them. I've done self-quantification experiments with them, doing all types of brain training and meditation. The smart drugs rabbit hole really does go deep. And my ravenous curiosity to explore its depths has been compelled by the, the peak experiences that I've been able to enjoy as a result of these potent cognitive enhancers flowing in my veins. Now, since this is an open source protocol, I want to mention a couple of other nootropics or drugs that you might want to also consider on the side or if the main ones I mentioned in the main video don't yield the results desired for you. Ashwagandha is another adaptogen that modulates the nervous system, often reported as helpful for socializing. A German biohacker reported, Indian herb helps before social situations where you don't feel that confident, takes away some fear, and has hardly any side effects. And it probably makes you horny too, raising testosterone moderately. Cabajo. This is a racetam-rich stack, and it contains paracetam, the verbal intelligence molecule, in a black capsule, and oxyracetam, the discipline molecule, in a red capsule. To quote from my editor's review of Cabajo. Cabajo is actually a pretty sublime social smart drug. The precision and certainty with which I speak and act while on it gives me a lot of confidence. I recently had one of the funnest nights I can remember at a swingers club while on a stack of two Cabajos, Fenibute, and a coffee. My second language, Spanish, improves on it, which is what I would expect from a quintessential smart drug. I find myself speaking more fluently in a flowing way and being present to the conversation as opposed to searching my vocabulary and second-guessing my grammar. 
GABA is a tranquility and restfulness-inducing neurotransmitter. To paraphrase a Dr. Friedrich von Steiff, GABA removes the stop signs from our world. For better or for worse, GABA liberates us from our inhibitions. GABA is like the, the little devil on your shoulder that says, hey, why not? What's the worst that could happen? Alcohol and phenibut are gabergic, which probably explains a lot of crazy nights and questionable decisions you've made. Memantine. Many online find this Alzheimer's drug very helpful. From always learning on longevity, I no longer constantly worry about being judged and do not feel inferior to the people around me. Eye contact is pleasurable rather than painful, as is exerting my will and expressing my desires. I am able to truly enjoy physical and emotional intimacy now. I see people more for who they truly are, their pain, their anxiety, their joys, etc. Modafinil. Many people report modafinil helps them socially. Well, it's not my go-to social smart drugs. I find that with modafinil in the beginning of the of the curve that I am more talkative and a little bit more witty, but I kind of find myself on modafinil getting like irritated with the the slowness and the non-linear directionality of most social interactions. And so for that reason, I don't use modafinil on a day that I have a party or date or something social to do in the evenings. But some people swear by it. Interestingly, several teaspoons of olive oil is reported by many people to be a little bit of a cure for their social anxiety to quote Alpal on longevity. This is a bit of a testosterone hack for getting social. He said olive oil increases luteinizing hormone and testosterone. Sobutiamine is another social smart drug. It has actually been shown to reduce psychosocial inhibition. A 2000 French study, effects of solbutionine on psychobehavioral inhibition in major depressive episodes, analyzed the effects of it combating symptoms of depression in a placebo-controlled, double-blind, randomized test environment. According to the human studies, solbutiamine may facilitate the rehabilitation of patients in their social, professional, and family life functioning. One optimistic self-experimenter reported on longevity. Usually, verbal fluency and a quick wit are the things I seem to notice the most. Also, a slightly euphoric feeling. Also, pre-workout, it definitely gives you a boost slash increased focus, aka being in the zone. And finally, tianeptine. The supposed mood uplifting effect of this antidepressant is uh, majorly helpful to quite a few people that report about their TNEptine experiences online. However, TNEptine is something of a Jekyll and Hyde antidepressant, so if you are considering it, I really hope you do read my article 
about it. And that these are, at this point, all of the social smart drugs that, based upon my five years of real intense personal interest in the social life and in optimizing one's social existence that also coincided with my real passionate interest with smart drugs and biohacking. This is the the extent of the very best stuff that I've found. So I would kind of encourage you that unless you just have really, really excellent piece of evidence and data, I would encourage you to um, to kind of disregard really extraordinary claims that you hear made by people about crazy drugs that will help you overcome your social anxiety issue. If you found this video useful, go ahead and hit the subscribe button now. Again, I'm Jonathan Roseland, and as always, I look forward to an ongoing conversation with you about what you're doing to overcome your social anxiety. This video series is going to present some cutting-edge biohacking techniques and technologies.